This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. Hey, it's the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams, and I am uh, honored to be actually on location at Siegel Cycle. I'm behind the counter. Am I allowed to be back behind the counter? Absolutely. Okay, just in this moment. Uh, The other voice you're hearing is a Mr. Kyle Foster. He's owner-operator, player-coach here. How long has this business been operating? So I've been operating just over two years now. Right on. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And you might hear some little dog toenails going in the background. Harley's around as well. Yep, she's here. What brings more people into the shop, the bikes or the dog? That's a tough call. (laughs) Um, People get really sad when they come in on like Saturdays when Harley's not here. They'll come through the door and be like, hey, where's the dog? I'm like, sorry, she's off today. And they're like, oh, okay, well... I didn't really need anything. Which is look, totally know. okay. You can come in just to see the dog. That's there fine. we go. There we go. I, uh, I I dropped my bag as soon as I came in. I was super <laughs> excited. So let's uh, let's take a few steps back before two years ago, uh, okay. and uh, let's learn a little bit about you because the starting of a business in the Vale Valley, I think, is I think it's something that probably eighty percent of the people have in their brains. At, you know, one point, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do this. And I'm looking at you as like a hero because you you have done this. You have pulled this off. So take me back like three, four years ago to the idea like yeah so, I always talk about see a need fill a need is there a need yes there is a need I think hero is a little strong ah, whatever. <laughs> um, I mean I'll start way back at the beginning so I've worked in bike shops for over 15 years now so I've seen a lot of good shops I've seen a lot of things I like I've seen a lot of things that I disliked um, and you know ever since the beginning I was always like I want my own shop I've always liked working for myself it's hard to work for other people and I was like I gotta do this on my own yeah um, and I went through a couple shops here in the valley where I was supposed to you know, partner with the owner and make something happen, but they just didn't quite work out the way that they were supposed to. Yeah. And my shop came about actually when I tried to retire from the bike industry. Really? I was like, you know, maybe I'm just going to be a bike rider. I'm not going to be a bike mechanic anymore. Um, I liked working construction. I worked for some really good guys. They took good care of me. But, you know, springtime rolled around after winter, and I started getting those phone calls from my clients. Hey, where are you at? What are you doing right now? We need our bikes fixed. I was like, okay, I guess I'll work on them in my garage. And enough of them called that I was like, well, you know, like, let's take some business classes and get this thing rolling and give it a shot. I got to at least try it. That's crazy. Now go back. So that's an interesting part. So, okay, I've got the client base that I think I've got enough. So then business class, you were totally new to this. So what, what did you learn in business class? Did it help? I started business class with, you know, Buy low, sell high. (laughs) But I wanted to take some marketing classes and an entrepreneur boot boot camp class from CMC. Um, And they were fantastic. I was able to work it around my construction schedule. And I learned a lot of the basics and kind of the building blocks to get going. Um, of how to keep track of things, a little bit of bookkeeping. And you know, I figured with that education, it would at least be a good start and not just jumping in, not knowing anything. So those of you out there in podcast world, I'm so interested in this, as I assume so many of you are. You know, this the whole inception and all the pieces that you get. So you've got it. All right, now I've got the knowledge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to find a physical space. How hard is that to do in this place? <laughs> I got really lucky with my physical space. Cool. Um, and again, going back, you know, I, there's one book I want to mention oh, that please. if you're thinking about starting a business or it's just a good book in general to apply to anything you want to do. It's called The Power of Small Ideas. And they talk about Apple. They talk about Lego. They talk about CarMax. And it's taking, you know, your key product and keeping that the same, which was the bike shop, yeah. but adding complementary innovations. And that's what's going to make your business product, whatever, stand out. There we go. Um, but the space, you know, I started putting all the building blocks in. I was doing the work out of my garage, 
And I built the website, I built the social media and kind of got all that going. And my current landlord found me on social media and she's like, hey, I love what you're doing. Do you want to come see a location I'm trying to rent? And 10 minutes later, I was down the street, talked to her and I said, hey, I'm here. I want the space. And she said, okay, let's make it happen. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> it doesn't always work out that way in this valley. That's really cool. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, sometimes when you have that good idea and people start to get behind it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about those services. I mean, I am sitting in the shop right now. I have bought pedals here. I yep. mean, <laughs> I, I, I know that this is a bike shop for all intents and purposes, but you say other services that go along with it. And I know a little bit about this, but tell me what, what else this place is. So what I wanted to add in was complementary innovations like the education side. That's always been big to me. It, I get excited when I get to explain bike parts to people. You know, we get to share in that learning and I get to share my nerdiness. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's something that a lot of shops, shops feel guarded. You know, a lot of shops I've been in, they're like, oh, if we teach people how to adjust their derailleur, we're going to go out of business. Yeah, yeah. And I've always seen it as if I teach this person how to adjust their derailleur, that's relationship building. And that's what's going to be long-term clients. And those relationships are what's fun. I love my clients. It's like hanging out with my friends 99% of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to look at it. I like that. So, geez, I, I don't even know where to go off of that. But other services go. The education piece and then what else? So another service that I do that's a little bit different than other shops around is I do consignment bikes. So, you know, I have inventory that's for sale, but it's all used. Well, the bikes are all used. Yeah which is something I've done at other shops just on the side. Clients always come in. They say, hey, I'm done with this bike. I don't want to deal with selling it online. Will you help me? And then they use that money and they go buy a brand new bike. Yeah. And so I'm helping people get bikes at a good deal and I'm helping other clients move their old stuff so that they can get into something new. Being one who has worked in different uh, bike shops, and you said before that you have seen things that have worked and things that haven't worked as well. Obviously, bringing the dog here that's climbing on my lap right now, I love. It's something that works really well <laughs> in business. But you know, across industry, for those people who are thinking about starting a business or what works in small business, what did you see in your, in your history with bike shops that worked and made a lot of sense? And then obviously, conversely, what was on the other side? One, one of the biggest standouts, and it was a couple shops that I really thought was doing it right, was their community involvement. Yeah. And the I got biggest, excited. Yeah. biggest thing was you know, customer service, too. And the good shops I was with, they realized that it wasn't all about taking all of someone's money that day. It was taking a little bit over the next 10 years, keeping those relationships, and that's how you were going to build longevity. And then the community involvement. Um, I used to work at the Chili Pepper in Moab, yeah. and every fall they do a hoedown festival around Halloween, and they're all over the place doing races, dirt jump jams, movie nights, all sorts of different things, and I just thought that was so cool. And I wanted to carry that forward with my shop and do you know cool things around the bike community, but then also reach out further and be involved more in the community, the whole Valley community. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying now, and I'm going to, we're just hitting all different directions, saying now that uh, this place is becoming just as cool for mountain biking as any place in the country. We're getting there. As a bike shop owner, yeah. What's your favorite, second favorite trail? No one gives their favorite. Second favorite trail? No one gives their That's favorite. That's harder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me your favorite. Mine's Evercrisp. I'd love riding Evercrisp. So I haven't even ridden it yet. Oh, my gosh. I should. I just love riding that trail. Um, I'm going to pick a trail in Eagle because yeah. this is where I ride the most now that the shop is here. Um, sawmill, all the way up to the top of Hard Scrabble. That is pretty. Yeah. You get far out there, you're usually kind of alone. It's really pretty, and it's some of the more technical riding that we have, which is hard to come by an eagle. He's on the hot seat, but I can't, I can't mess him up. I just keep throwing things different directions. So now let's think to the future. Uh, you have this incredible shop. It's doing well. You have community involvement. There's an education piece. But what's your, what's your 5, 10, what's your dream for Siegel? I, 
You know, I started out with a dream. I have to reassess what it is. Yeah. Because my dream I wanted to make realistic. You know, I wanted to stay in business. I wanted to be happy. And I wanted to ride a sweet bike. And I have all those things right now. I was going to say, you have a sweet <laughs> bike. You're in business. And you got me fooled if you're not happy. You're sitting across from you right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't be more happy. Um, last week, I just took home the Town of Eagle Community Impact Award, which oh, was huge. Right and it was... A, it was awesome to be recognized, but it was just another huge motivator to keep doing what I'm doing in the community and do more and find new things. And it just is more fun after more fun. I asked Kyle when we first started this interview, even before the microphones are on, I said, is there, was there really a need for another bike shop? And you said, not necessarily, but a bike shop like this. There was a need for my style of shop. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've all, if you ride a bike, you've been into a bike shop. And chances are you've had an experience where somebody on the other side of the counter has been kind of condescending or what I call the unnecessary bike shop ego. Oh. We've all dealt with it. <laughs> you have a name for it. People are nodding along right now. Well, it's, and it's it. not just in bike shops, but you're right. Yes, you can see it. It can happen in ski shops. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I wanted people to leave my shop never having that experience. Right on. And so I want to share information. I want to make people feel at home. And I want to give people... In the community, also a safe space. I mean, you can come in here and just relax. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to be a biker to come in and hang out. You can just come in and be here. And hang out with uh, Harley, and it's just a good place to be. There's a Always. Good, good drinks in the fridge. I mean, this is just heaven. Right yeah, here. and that's why I put the fridge on the other side of the counter so that when people come in, they always know that they're welcome to grab one. It seems there is a lot of intentionality about what you do based around community. Did that come from like business skills or is that you just really trying to see where, where this fits? It, a little bit of both. It comes from all over the place. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the main things that made me fall in love with Eagle. I moved here and at that time I went through some stuff and I ended up getting sober and I got really sick, and it was a bad situation. And the community here really came out. They helped me through it. They were really awesome. They treated me really well. And I was like, wow, this is really an awesome place to be. Yeah. And then a year and a half after that, I had a heart issue and got really sick again. And the community turned out. I mean, they raised funds for me. Um, the Vail Valley uh, Charitable Fund um, yeah. paid for my ambulance ride all the way to Denver. And this is my way to start paying that back and be a participating member in the community that has taken such good care of me. I think that's so cool. How do people get involved besides coming in the shop, petting the dog, picking up, oh my gosh, I love those pedals, by the way, <laughs> that I bought here. I just love them. They're so good. I feel like I'm in Clippers Pedals, but I'm not. Yeah. That's nice what you told me. Like you're going you're gonna to have grip that you haven't had before. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so what do you want besides coming in and buying pedals and petting dogs? Uh, how else do we get involved? So if you want to get involved in any of the nonprofits that the shop works with, or if you want to get started with some volunteer work, you can just come in. We can have a conversation. I have a whole list of awesome partners that I work with. Uh, I also try to share a lot of information on social media through the story and through the shop's Instagram and Facebook. Any of those are great resources to get started with contributing back to the community. Um, and the biggest thing that I ask for people is when we have events for the nonprofits to just show up. That's the hardest part yeah. is showing up. Yeah. If you're there, you're participating, you're making a difference. Yep. Time, talent, and treasures, but that time is so important uh, yeah. when it comes to that. I appreciate that. Uh, the, I, sh I keep saying last question, but then I got another one for you. Where did <laughs> the name come from? So the name is actually my nickname. Oh. Um, a long time ago, I lived in Summit County, typical ski bum house. It was a four-bedroom house. We had nine people living there, I think. And I had the way top loft. And for a while, I tried calling it the eagle's nest because yeah. it was up top. Yeah. 
and we actually built a friend room over our stairs, and it was like four by six. It was a hole, and I called it the pigeon hole. And at one point, he was like, no. He's like, you're not up there being an eagle, and I'm down here being a pigeon. He's like, you're not graceful. You're not majestic. Oh. You're more like a dirty trash bird seal. <laughs> and the nickname stuck, and going into naming the shop, I have you know, a motorcycle background as well. Yeah. And I know a lot of people in the motorcycle world will name their shop after their nickname, so I went that route instead of you know, a cliche bike, you know, something name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Evergreen mountain peaks bike. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pedal spoke rim. something. Like that. <laughs> and I wanted one. people to know that the shop was me and build my personality into it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Thank you for all the things that you've shared with us and, uh, and for what you're doing in the community. Like your, your journey is inspiring. It's really cool. You're someone who saw a need and really filled that need. And, and I get to play the part of the community right now and say, thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Appreciate it. Can't <laughs> wait to do more. All right. People can find you. Give the location and website so they cannot miss you. So physical location is in Eagle at 422 McIntyre Street, right next door to pick up pizza. And then online, you can find me at seagullcycles.com or any of the social medias at seagullcycles. Boom. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now. And find more resources at valevalleypartnership.com.